Hi, Informed Foodie. This is Di Wilkinson. Thank you for joining me as I talk about some of the worst additives that are put into our food products. The reason that additives are put in any of our food, aside from the profitability, is because the food is easier to consume. It's more colorful. It might taste sweeter or have a better flavor. It increases the shelf life, so the food is less perishable. Additives are used for mixing up foods to get a certain specific type of texture. Probably the best way to find out if there's additives in your food is to be certain and read that label. When the manufacturer is putting an additive into a food, they're trying to really appeal to your taste buds. Adult humans have between two and 8,000 taste buds on their tongue. It's kind of a genetic thing. Some people have larger taste buds, but fewer. Some have smaller taste buds, but more of them. And they really aren't designated for specific areas in your mouth. Once you eat some food, your saliva dilutes it and spreads flavor throughout your whole mouth for you to get as much taste and enjoyment out of it. Your taste buds are little chemical receptors. They send signals to your brain indicating if something is sweet or bitter, sour or salty. And a new sensation from those chemical receptors is also called savory or umami. You can have other sensations that are not specifically from the taste buds, but a chemical reaction that registers up to your brain when you eat something minty or menthol that's not really a flavor, and neither is capsaicin or hot spicy foods. They're just sensations and a signal that goes to your brain. A lot of food additives have been tested on animals. An acceptable animal that has semi-similar metabolism as people are rats. So a lot of these additives, hundreds and hundreds of times of any type of dosage a person would eat or ingest over years, are injected into rats. And lo and behold, a lot of them develop tumors. So some of these products have been identified as carcinogens. I'll be talking about how many of these additives are banned in other countries. But the consumerism and the high profitability in the United States has kept these on our shelves. Another test on additives is called a dietary recall. So this is researched when someone does have cancer or a group of people have a certain type of cancer and they're asked to recall, for example, if they've had a specific artificial sweetener in their coffee for many, many years, if they've always had diet soda, or if they've tended to eat a certain type of food, and if each person in that cancer group has consumed moderately high amounts of that type of artificial ingredient, then it's typically linked to that type of cancer and certainly something to be aware of. So those are the two different ways that they've determined that artificial ingredients or additives could be dangerous to our health. Artificial ingredients affect us in two different ways. One is because people develop cancer or they're termed carcinogens. And the other category of additives is when it affects different organ systems in our body, typically weight and our cardiovascular system. The first category I'm going to look at that have been linked to cancers in people and in rats. Probably one of the most common additives is sodium nitrites or nitrates. This is a preservative that's added to meat. It also extends the color or gives it a real vibrant red meaty color. And the problem is when the meat is heated to a high temperature, these nitrites or nitrates turn into nitrosamines. In 2007, the World Cancer Research had analyzed these nitrosamines and determined that eating more than one and a half ounces of this type of processed meat every day will increase your cancer risk by 
When you read labels, you will find sodium nitrates and nitrites in beef jerky, lunch meats, hot dogs, bacon, cured meats and ham, corned beef, canned meats, salami. BHA and BHT are also preservatives that help extend shelf life. The state of California has listed them as carcinogens and they've been found in cereals, sausages and hot dogs, beer, vegetable oil, some shortenings, of course, candy, gum, chips. It's certainly worth looking on the label for those products. So the next three additives have all been banned in other nations, Canada, and in Europe based on their link to causing cancer. Potassium bromate is something added to breads and flours that makes it fluffier or changes that texture. Most food dyes have generally been banned in other countries and artificial sweeteners are also banned. Aspartame, sucralose, Splenda, Saccharin, NutraSweet, Equal, Sweet and Low. If you're using those products every single day, it is not recommended. The other category of additives that directly affect your health are the ones that affect your systems. And in previous podcasts, I've talked about several of these. One is high fructose corn syrup. This is used for sweetening foods. The manufacturers discovered it was a lot easier to add sugar to food when it's transported in a liquid form. It's concentrated and shipped in big tanker trucks, almost like gasoline with hoses. It's just made it a lot cheaper and they can use less of it to make food taste really sweet. But it's been linked to diabetes, gaining weight, increases bad cholesterol, affects your cardiovascular system. You're gonna find it in so many products besides soda and the obvious sweet drinks and juices would be many canned products. Even a can of ragu or spaghetti sauce often has high fructose corn syrup in it. Another additive to really watch for are trans fats. And this labeling needs to be on the front of the package if there are trans fats inside and many products will claim that they don't have the trans fats. They want you to know it's a healthier item. I talked about trans fats in episode seven, but it's hydrogenated oil or a forced hydrogenation easier for mixing, changes the texture, and tends to be cheaper for the manufacturer. I do want to talk about sodium as an additive. The recommended amount of sodium is 2,400 milligrams a day, which is about one teaspoon. Most Americans don't put a teaspoon of sodium into their food right out of the salt shaker. They're eating at least 75% of their sodium intake is coming from packaged products. When you're eating a lot of sodium, water is going to follow that sodium. So if there's sodium in your bloodstream, it's gonna leach water out of your body tissues and put more fluid into your bloodstream. This makes your heart work harder and can affect your blood pressure. It's really shocking how salt can be added into a food product and it doesn't necessarily taste salty. One serving of Honey Nut Cheerios has more salt in it than one serving of Doritos Cooler Ranch Chips. So you need to make sure you look at the label and find out how much sodium is in it to compare products. One of the best things about sodium and trying to get less in your diet is that you will adapt to eating less sodium and getting used to a lower sodium diet. Our body is very amazing and adaptable and it wants to get used to what we're doing and stay at homeostasis when possible. There's also many different seasonings out there, including Mrs. Dash, that have so many different flavors and herbs in them that can make your food very enjoyable without adding much sodium. I do want to mention MSG, monosodium glutamate, which really entered our market with Asian food or Chinese prepared food. MSG targets that savory taste or the umami taste buds in your mouth. 
it's 30% sodium, so it does actually lower the amount of sodium that you take in. Some people can have an allergic reaction or have talked about having headaches after eating Chinese food or food with MSG in it. Because it is 30% sodium, it does kind of register with that salty flavor, and some people like to add it. I just think people should be aware of if they have any type of allergic response to it or if they're taking in a lot of MSG. With each one of these additives and the scientific studies that are concerned about our health, we need to remember that our body is an accumulation of everything we've ever done, didn't do, everything we did or did not eat our entire life. And that pertains to whether or not we may develop cancer, cardiovascular disease, or diabetes. And I think when you're reading the food labels, you're caring for your body in the very long term. And the variety of food in our culture is so vast that there's so many ways to meet your goals and become satisfied with the food choices that you make without adding a lot of additives or hormones or antibiotics into the food that you and your family are consuming. And so thank you for taking an interest in what additives are out there and making decisions about what kind of chemicals you want to put inside of your body and for listening to Informed Foodie today. Join me next week when we get to chat again.